Hello, this is Brian McLean. Welcome to Our Story with God, episode 44, Many Gifts, One Body. We're going to be looking at Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, and Ephesians 4 primarily in this lesson. Now, if you ask any kid uh, or any kid at heart, what is your favorite holiday? Uh, a lot of times you can bet that they will tell you a holiday that involves presents, gifts, uh, whether it's their birthday, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Halloween where somebody gives them candy, whatever the case may be, people love to receive. Uh, and I was thinking about that. And why is it? Is it is it the enjoyment of getting something new? Is it the the thrill and the mystery of what's in here before wrapping flies? Uh, is it the excitement of actually getting to use something new uh, for the first time? And, and maybe it's some combination of all of these. Um, but as Christians, we actually get our own present. Now, it doesn't come with uh, a card and a bow and, and wrapping paper on it. Um, it actually comes uh, when the Spirit comes on us after salvation, after the moment of salvation, we receive from God a spiritual gift that he bestows on each person for the benefit of his church. Uh, and if you look in the book of James chapter 1, he says that every good gift and every perfect gift uh, is from above. So you know that this particular gift is definitely worth unwrapping and you're going to enjoy what's inside. Uh, so in 1 Corinthians 12, getting down to it, it says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God for the common good. So we're going to break this down. We're going to look the varieties of gifts, the varieties of service, and the varieties of activities uh, that 1 Corinthians 12 teaches us. So first of all, it's, it's really amazing how God plans out and spreads out the spiritual gifts, services, and abilities. Uh, and so... All of these things come from the Holy Spirit, uh, but what do we know what our gifts are? So Paul outlines in Romans 12, he says there's prophecy, uh, service, teaching, exhortation, contributing, leadership, and mercy. So just to break these things down real quick, prophecy is speaking God's message. I've heard it said it's forth telling truth, not necessarily foretelling the future. A lot of people tend to think of prophecy as telling what's going to happen in the future. It's not always the case. It's simply speaking God's message. Uh, and so service is helping out where there is need. Teaching, uh, in, in it actually involves a lot of sort of research and study. It's finding out truth and communicating those truths. Exhortation is the building up and encouraging of another person to help them improve. Uh, contributing is giving of your resources that God has given you and given you the ability to gather. Leadership is the ability to organize and direct others to accomplish tasks. Mercy is responding with care and compassion to others in need. And as you read this gift, you, you may hear one thing that particularly stands out to you. I've learned through my time um, although I teach in Sunday school and I play as a musician and I do various things, my primary motivational goal is in exhortation. I want to be the builder and the encourager. So that's just me personally. You may hear 
something of what you are mostly interested in and what really motivates and drives you in that list as well. So some of these may seem mundane to you, but they may seem very exciting to someone else. Um, so it's interesting that God has appointed each one of these to build a complete body. Uh, the best church, as a, as a former minister of mine used to tell me, um, uh, the best church is one that has all of the spiritual gifts well represented within it. So what about the varieties of service? Um, what do we do? Like the kid that opens the present, they want to do something, right? What do we do uh, with what we've received that becomes a blessing to others? So looking at 1 Corinthians 12, 28, and God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. So if you look at the order and consider uh, what you already know about what happened to Jesus' followers uh, after his resurrections. Uh, his apostles went out after Pentecost uh, uh, and, and they proclaimed his message after they received that, that special, the, the rushing of wind and, and so forth. That spirit really made alive in them. They went out to proclaim his message and they taught new believers. They performed miracles um, and as the church was growing, other ministries began to spring up. And so these things, uh, these different roles began to take shape. So imagine if every apostle had to do everything themselves. Now imagine today if every pastor had to do everything themselves. So they're not only preaching a sermon, but they're leading music. They're teaching every single Bible study. They're handling all the property maintenance and the cleaning and the janitorial work. Um, they're taking up offerings, they're managing finances, they're planning the mission trips, they're doing community outreach, they're coordinating children and youth events, uh, counseling young married couples, they're praying with families of the sick and dying, they're updating the church website and still somehow make sure that there's warm coffee and donuts on Sunday morning. Do you think any one person could do all of that? Absolutely no, but any one of us can do any of those things. So 1 Corinthians 12, 18 says, as it is, God arranged the members of the church, uh, excuse me, a members of the body, each one of them as he chose. So God himself placed within you and within me the ability and the desire to do exactly what God's church needed. So isn't that really, really incredible? And so finally, uh, Paul tells that the spirit is manifested in certain ways. And you look and it says, uh, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, uh, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Uh, and that's in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11. And so as we all work together to complete the body of Christ, then there is a representation that's the evidence of that spirit. So uh, throughout everything, the unity and the common good is emphasized. And we all receive something good as other members of the body fulfill their service within the church. Uh, and so uh, Ephesians 4, 4 through 7, there is one body and one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. So think, listen to how often. Uh, there's one God, one Lord, there's one, there's unity, and it goes for all. And so it really is 
some amazing stuff. So definitely let the wrapping fly, unwrap your gifts, study these things, find out what it is in you. What is your motivation? What service can you perform? And what manifestation of that spirit will come from it? You can't always tell what that will be, but keep an eye out for it because God works in some amazing ways. So take a moment and study the word. Read 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 31 to better understand each role in the body. Uh, and now think about it. Uh, what is your gift? How can you use it? Uh, take a moment, actually study. Uh, tell me if you, uh, if you let, let me know if you find something out new. Uh, a lot of people don't necessarily know. They get confused about the idea of spiritual gifts. Uh, but if you read these three passages, Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, and Ephesians 4, you'll begin to see how things start applying to you. So again, thank you for listening.